Do you want more success? Do you want more money? Well, you need to boost your self-worth. In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you believe you deserve. My name is Peggy Van de Plage. I'm a former banker and venture capitalist, and I now speak and write about using alternative medicines to improve your life, to get more success and more happiness. So today I'm going to talk about the success is very, very important for me and very important for you, which is if you want to get more of your life, more success, more money, more happiness, more everything, you need more self-worth and more self-love. So it's it's interesting because we don't really like to use self-worth, self-love. It feels a bit, um, I don't know, emotional, soft. Uh, I tend to be more on the rational side, like most people who are listening. So uh, it was something I was not very keen on for the longest time. But what I can tell you about my story is that since I was a kid, I was always trying to better myself. So I've never met um, a learning program. I wasn't interested in, in registering. So that could have been speed reading, that could have been communication and leadership skills. I read tons of books. I, I tried all the sports you can try in your life. And I was always trying to learn and get better. And you might think, well, that's great. That means you're intellectually curious. And that means you want to, you know, actualize or self-actualize and, and live your, your best your best life. And I would say in the grand scheme of things, yes, that, that is true. The challenge is when this betterment doesn't really come from a place of keen learning, but comes more from a place of fixing oneself. And for the longest time, you would have told me that. I would have said, what do you mean? I'm not trying to fix myself. I love myself. I'm very fine with myself. And a few years ago, I was uh, working with one of my, my teacher, my um, personal development teacher, if you want to call it that. And, and she told me, she said, oh, you, you, you need to be more careful and, and stop uh, beating down on yourself. And I couldn't even understand what she meant by beating down on myself because I really thought I was not. And yes, of course, like everyone, I have this uh, little voice in my head uh, that tends to criticize and judge whatever I do. But I always thought it was normal because, well, yes, I'm not perfect. And we have to say as well that, you know, my idea of perfection was pretty fucked up, you know, like I really thought that you needed to speak like five different languages without an accent. You were able to be a professional ballroom dancer while still actually having a CFA and being an expert at playing tennis. So that was my baseline requirement. Uh, doesn't seem very realistic. I agree with you. Uh, one of the challenge I'm facing and that you might be facing too is that uh, I'm neurodivergent, so I don't understand nuances very well. So for me, always is always, not sometimes, not 95%, not 99%, it's 100%. So when it comes to, well, uh, achieving your potential, from my perspective, it means to do absolutely everything absolutely perfectly, which you might agree is not possible for a human being, but um, I could not accept that. Uh, from my perspective, that meant settling, uh, that meant, uh, you know, not living up to my potential. So hence the self-criticism and self-plotting and self-hatred because, well, I was obviously never good enough on that impossible to achieve bar, you know. And um, I actually, after my teacher told me that, 
for a few years, nothing changed because I couldn't really understood what, what she meant. So, you know, um, but at some point I was uh, in Mexico a few years ago and I was uh, doing a sweat lodge. If um, you don't know what a sweat lodge is, it can be quite uh, intense. Uh, you go in a tent with 10, 15 people, a couple of shamans, tent is pitch dark, you don't see anything, there is a big fire in the middle, a lot of smokes because the shamans are burning uh, some herbs, and you're, you're, you're chanting. And this lasts, I think, a couple of hours, I don't remember. And uh, But before going in the tent, you need to have your intention. And at the time, obviously, as always, I was so focused with work and money, my intention, you know, where okay, uh, my business or, you know, my money, da, 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 da. And then I got a bit of flash of insights and I was like, self-generated self-worth. I want self-generated self-worth. The thing that is coming intrinsically that has nothing to do with what your job title is, with how much money you're making, with what uh, is your weight, how much you look and all that great stuff. And I don't know where it came from. It must have come from, you know, back in my subconscious and finally be ready to come up. So I did the sweat lodge, which was uh, interesting. And uh, at the time, I had another challenge that I thought that changes was overnight. So meaning, well, tomorrow I'm getting up and I have infinite self-worth, you know. I'm, I'm totally confident. I love myself. And uh, regardless of what's happening to me, uh, you know, I feel I have high self-work. Obviously, things don't work that like, like that, but it took me a while as well to realize that, unfortunately. Um, I got a bit more insight on self-work when I did uh, my trip last year, uh, psilocybin trip, and the first journey after I took uh, 4.5 grams of golden teacher, I received two messages, two big messages. One was on my brother who had passed away. And the other one was actually on self-love and self-worth and specifically my big lack of self-love and self-worth. And it became very graphic because in this altered state of consciousness, I was hallucinating that there was a shaman uh, on top of me that was technically taking rats, serpents, and all these um, nice animals and things out of myself, which I guess was uh, probably representing my, my self-hatred and my self-criticism. So if you're wondering, oh, you know that you need more self-worth, these are some of examples for you. You know, like if you're constantly trying to fix yourself, that's a good sign. If you're constantly criticizing yourself or others, that is also a very good sign that you need uh, you need to boost your self-worth. So, so why? Why is it so important for you to boost your self-worth? And it's 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 something that I realized actually quite recently. Again, it's always been in the back of my mind, but you know, it's when you have this deep realization, you know, at a cellular level. And I was uh, doing a tapping session. I just finished a tapping session and a very, very clear understanding just dawned on me, like, you know, a lighting bolt. And it was, oh, can I expect success and money while deep down I assess myself with such a low value? And that was, you know, a bit a uh, revolutionary concept to me because... 
yeah, I've read all these things. You need to love yourself and da da da. It starts with yourself. But I always thought that it was a bit washy washy. But now I'm just thinking, of course, if myself is already not convinced that I bring tons of value, how could I expect people to associate I value with myself, you know? Or could I constantly judge, criticize, invalidate myself, but expect others to support me and to behave differently? I mean, that's that's a huge cognitive dis- dissonance. So it's it's very interesting because that's really what I wanted to share and that I've been sharing more and more with, with my friends, relatives, and everyone who's uh, more or less uh, in a conversation with me is that if you want the success, the love, the whatever, the money, whatever you're looking for in your life, it really needs to come from inside first because the universe or the life of people around you, whatever you want to call it, are just a mirror of yourself. So if you uh, think you suck, well, uh, it's highly likely that the people uh, who are in front of you is going to give you that uh, that image, you know. And, and that has been interesting for me to realize that all the efforts I have made over the years, mostly on working, 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 uh, I could have probably had a better return if I had spent more time um, allocated resources to increasing my self-worth and my self-love, a bit less working, and the impact would have been would have been better. So you can look at it as high self-worth equal potential realized equal maximized success of the overall round. Low self-worth equals self-sabotage equal unrealized potential equal crumbs of success. So I really, really want you to, to stay with that for a second and really think, uh, you know, what does it mean for you? And it really doesn't matter at this point if uh, your low self-worth or my low self-worth is coming from dad, mom, siblings, school, church, alliance, and so on. It doesn't matter. You know, at, at this minute, at this second, you can make a conscious choice that uh, you want to change and that's the only thing that matters, you know. So you can either continue driving with a foot on the brake and a foot on the accelerator, uh, meaning working out for success and money, but at the same time, uh, loting yourself, hating yourself and having low self-worth. Or you can decide to remove the foot from the brake even a little bit, meaning releasing your self-judgment, your self-criticism, and really, really get the full potential for your efforts. And that has really transformed the way I look at myself and my goals because, yes, I obviously want that when my next book is published, uh, that it's commercially very successful, which will require, and is already requiring, let's be honest, a tremendous amount of work, but I can also choose to believe that I am good enough for the book to be successful and thus removing my foot from the break. So again, I can spend all my time working, working on the book, writing, writing, editing, editing uh, with my foot 100% on the accelerator and still 100% of the break with uh, my self-defeating mindset of I'm not good enough. Or I can spend some time to release that self-defeating uh, approach that maybe is going to put my foot on the brake at, I don't know, 40% maybe only, which would be great, uh, and only put it at 75% of the accelerator. And you can still see the differential uh, is working in my favor. 
So that's definitely a math that works better for me, especially once you work on your self-defeating mindset. Well, everything you work stay with you for the long term. So you benefit from it. Well, once the book is written, it's written. I still have to do more work when my foot is fully, fully on uh, on the brake. So <clears throat> pardon me. So that's really something I want you to think of. Do you want to exert more efforts and more break? Or do you want to have uh, a bit less effort, but also less break? And uh, I can tell you the second is way more uh, attractive. So what's important is how to augment your self-worth. I think you understood. How do you detect your self-worth? How do you assess, um, uh, you know, to, to, to which degree you would benefit from more self-worth? Now we want to augment it, obviously. So whether you have... 20%, 40%, 60%, 80% of self-worth, or should I say self-generated self-worth, but things that don't need, again, external validation and sign of success. Um, you will benefit anyway from more authentic self-worth, whatever you're doing. So the first question you can ask yourself when you decide that you want to increase your self-worth is first, are you losing yourself? Are you hating yourself? Are you criticizing yourself? And that is quite easy, actually, because sometimes we have difficulty seeing if we're criticizing ourselves. But as I mentioned, everyone is a reflection of ourselves. So if you're highly critical of others, um, your spouse, your co-workers, your children, your neighbors, uh, your mother, you name it, very likely you're very critical of yourself because what you're criticizing in others are parts of you you cannot accept. So very often you're going to see someone overweight, criticizing over overweight people, uh, someone who's broke, talking about money constantly and what other people are doing with their money and so on. So really, really listen to yourself because it's going to give you a very good idea of what you're criticizing in yourself and what you, know, you, you would benefit in accepting um, this part that you're rejecting. You know, it is the more you repress something, it's the analogy of the, the volleyball uh, under the water. The more pressure you put, the more it comes back violently and at the most inopportune moment. So you don't want to repress anything. You just want to accept and integrate, basically, every part of yourself, even the ones you've been told that they were very, very ugly. Uh, for the right and wrong reasons. I don't think there is any right reasons to uh, shame anyone. But anyway, I don't want to go in a philosophical debate here. So how do you accept your flaws? Um, I use a couple options. First, tapping. Yeah, I told you very, very much about tapping already. Um, if you are new, uh, just check previous uh, videos, previous podcasts, previous newsletter. I've been speaking a lot about tapping because it has helped me tremendously with removing um, limiting belief, removing, uh, you know, emotional wounds and, and really helping me with removing all these blocks and resistance um, to, to, my, to my life. Uh, the second thing I would recommend if uh, you want to accept one of your flow is really feel the feeling. So um, for me, shame has been a huge, huge, um, unfortunately, emotions in my life. It was a tool that has been used a lot, a lot in my childhood to uh, make me obedient. So I was pretty much ashamed to take a breath, let's put it that way. 
And so for me, very often when this emotion comes up, I try to distract myself or to repress it, push it back. Now what I'm doing is that I'm just sitting and I'm staying with it. I'm feeling the shame. And uh, for me, very often there's the shame of being weak, you know, of, of uh, not doing things properly. So instead of staying at the surface level of feeling criticism, anger, resentment, I will go below, below, and usually shame or guilt, maybe, uh, where underneath, and I would stay with the feeling until it passes. And that really helps integrate. Um, some people don't like that, so you can tap on it. Tapping is also extremely, extremely practical. I would say I, I, I like better to tap, um, but sometimes I just feel the feeling. Um, one thing that would really also help you is increase your level of self-care because, you know, we care for what we value and we value what we care for. And if you're treating yourself and your surroundings, you know, like garbage, uh, change that. Uh, it can be as easy as, you know, putting a bit of makeup, ironing your shirt, uh, eating a bit more healthy, uh, you know, treating you to something nice, uh, reasonably nice. Again, um, spending too much money is usually a very, very uh, uh, good sign of uh, low self-worth and, and compensating with things. But, you know, you want to signal your unconscious and your conscious minds actually that you deserve care because you're worth it. So you, you really want to brainwash yourself with the idea that you deserve, you're worthy, you're valued, you're important. Uh, and trust me, don't worry, you're not going to transform yourself in some megalomaniac uh, because suddenly you increase your self-worth. So this idea that you're going to become a terrible person uh, because uh, you have high self-worth is, is not going to happen. So don't worry about that. Uh, one, uh, the fourth thing I want to say is, is something I really like, which is that quote, uh, that uh, affirmation, I don't like the word affirmation, but that thought of today I choose differently. And it's really trying to put myself off autopilot. Um, I've always had a lot of difficulty eating healthy. Uh, I love chocolate, I love sugar. Uh, but now I have a new mantra, which is today I choose differently. So before going uh, on my daily trip to buy uh, my chocolate eclair uh, at the bakery uh, at the corner of my home, I'm really trying to stop and thinking today I choose differently. What would someone with high self-worth do? Uh, would she jump into uh, the first chocolate pastry available to distract herself and feel better? Or uh, would she maybe uh, have, a, have a green juice or nothing at all. So it really requires to be present and get off the autopilot reactions and also the, the, the knee-jerk reactions. Um, and the first, the last thing, sorry, the fifth thing is compassion. And this was probably the word I hated the most. Um, again, weakness alert for me, compassion was weak. And I did that until I realized that I would have better results with an approach that was more tolerant and compassionate towards myself than uh, controlling and authoritative. And I was used to controlling and authoritative from my childhood. So that was my default mode, which was obviously not a very supportive um, 
type of of uh, of education. So, uh, and I will let you on on a secret: the more you control someone, and whether that someone is yourself, a child, anyone, uh, the more they're going to rebel to demonstrate agency, because we all want we all want freedom and control of our own life. So this is why you see so much self-sabotage, whether your diet, your job, anything. And it's simply because you're trying to assert yourself towards authority, even if it's you against you, even if it's your mother's voice uh, to your to your child voice. I know it's mind-bending, but uh, really think about it. The harder you are with yourself, the harder you're going to try to rebel, which is why you see so many boom and bursts um, with uh, celebrities, entrepreneurs, and all that, is that uh, they, they keep themselves so tight that at some point they just they just blow up. So, and last thing, uh, the bonus is uh, please drop the affirmations. So unless you are pretty much already very advanced, every time you see an affirmation, your subconscious is thinking, no. No, that's not true. No, I don't agree with that. No, I don't accept that. And it's just reinforcing that. So before you can really use affirmation, like, uh, you know, I love and accept myself or whatever type of affirmation you, you want to use, um, there are some work that needs to be done to release and uh, remove of default mode uh, the, the, the self Hatred the self floating. So, so I hope you enjoy that piece. Uh, it's really, really super important for you to sleep on it and really digest it. Uh, huge, huge impact on whatever you're doing. What is your level of self worth? Obviously, massive impact if you have children. Um, try to build their uh, intrinsic self worth, not not external validation uh, self worth. And uh, please uh, comment, subscribe, like, because it helps as well other people to find the video and hopefully that can help them or find the podcast. Um, and uh, I hope you really will give a try to improve your self-worth. It's, it's really something that's going to help you and what is the worst that can happen, really. So thank you so much for being here and I'm really wishing you a lot, a lot of success. Thank you.